Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Star vs. the Forces of Evil, Samurai Jack, and Mike Tyson Mysteries, among others. I'm Justin Cummings, and today I'm joined by Michelle Anderer. Hey. Today, Michelle and I are finally discussing the last ever episode of Samurai Jack. Yeah. It's all over. It's, it's all over. It's over, isn't it? Isn't it's, it? Oh my isn't oh it my over? God. That's kind of what I was wondering, like, halfway through. I was like, this is, oh wow, this is not what I expected, okay. This is not this the is episode happening. anyone expected. I'm really not sure no. how to, f- I'm still a bit numb. Uh, yeah. This was the first time I watched it live, so I actually watched it at 11 o'clock at night and not, you oh, know, in, you. The, in the middle of the day. Like so, me. <laughs> yeah, I was very tired, and I'm just sitting here. It's 11.30 at night, and I'm just like, no. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. No. Yeah. What was that? So you can like, find really? all of our podcasts at OverlyAnimated.com, or search uh, Overly Animated on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Now back to the show. Now what? Back to the show? What? Uh. I mean, we had talked and theorized for weeks and weeks about how this could end, and, like, a lot of the things we talked about happened, but, like, I don't feel good about it. I like... Really. I don't... I'm not mad. I like the episode. Uh-huh. I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was... It, it moved me. I still enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed seeing the story end, and there uh-huh. are a lot of issues with it, but... I don't think they take away enough that it sours my opinion of the whole series. Like, I still, I don't like the episode on its own, I think, but it didn't yeah. ruin the show for me. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of standalone episodes that I really enjoyed um, this season, and I, like, I would watch this show again. Like, I'm not, like, bitter, but, like, <sighs> wow. I mean, I think part of the issue is also, like, especially for, like, the old fans, like, that have been waiting so long for a conclusion. Is this, like, the conclusion... That they want, that they were like hoping for, you know. Uh, I mean, I yeah. really no. However, it almost falls into like the Half Life hype problem of after fifteen years, you know, can <laughs> can anything be what they wanted? You know, yeah. it's it's like it's like Aku said, you know, after all this time, I never actually thought about how I'd end it. Like after all this time, do Jack fans even know what would have been the, you know, quote-unquote proper ending? I'm not defending everything about this ending, because uh-huh. dear god, there were some bad parts, but Oh yeah. I, I don't think I think the ending would have been less I think we'd be less critical if this if season happened so right hate. after season four. Yeah. Like, if we didn't uh, have a 12-year gap. Honestly, though, I think maybe that's part of the reason it turned out the way it did, though, because it kind of felt like he was cramming, like, so many different things into one, mm-hmm. you know, 22-minute episode. And maybe that's part of the problem, because it felt a little fast in some points, and because it was so fast, it was hard for, like, the the emotion to really hit home for me. At some of those points, it was clearly supposed to be more emotional. It's like, but, like, it's not, because... It's so fast, and this feels very weird, and why did you decide to do it like that? So, so I don't know. Let's attempt to go in order here. Start at the beginning okay. of the episode, because I think that's the best way to handle this. From Start the at the beginning. <laughs> um, 
We get Aku doing the narration of the old episodes. Yeah! I wasn't that, that kind of the old intro? That was Actually, the old like, intro. Yeah, I was, I was excited for that. I, that, to me, might have been the highlight of the episode. Like, that says a <laughs> lot about... I mean, it was a great moment. It was a great, cool, fourth-wall-breaking moment. Very Aku. It was very Aku. It was also very... I mean, it was ominous, right? It was Aku, like, rewriting history. It was Aku, like, broadcasting to the entire world. Like, it was a yeah, cool moment. Yeah, everyone was... Tuning in. Which I don't know was if they had a choice. I was wondering that. Okay, that's one thing. Like when all the when all the different people are like getting together to like go help Samurai Jack, it occurred to me. So it's been fifty years. Hasn't Aku essentially taken over the planet? Like, how are all these like such like civilians like able to exist in their communities unburdened by like the ever presence of Aku like terrorizing them? That seemed a little confusing I, to me. I think Aku kind of, like, he lets little pockets exist, maybe because without Jack, you know, care. it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, because he doesn't think they'll be organized enough exactly. without... Okay, because that's something I was wondering, like, yo, like, why aren't they all imprisoned by now? Yeah, without and, a like, sword, used they're, labor. they're nothing. Yeah, but he thought, I mean, he thought up until pretty recently that Jack still had a sword, so... Yeah, but even if Jack know. has a sword, the others don't matter. Oh, that's, I mean, yeah. They did prove a good distraction, though, when it came down to the finale. So we saw all of these great characters from Mm -hmm, past episodes coming back. We finally saw the Scotsman and all his daughters. Yeah, that was great. I think the Scotsman's daughters are my (laughs) favorite part of the episode. Why? Because they're females who have some shred of agency left by the end? Yes, that's exactly it. Uh, they they have no distinguishing characteristics maybe one letter to separate them from their sisters they were like literally just auctioned off by their father almost to jack and they still had more agency than ashi at the end i know god we're gonna get to that but like yeah i Gendy, why? Gendy, come on i mean i guess no one's perfect but But you started so well you started so well and this oh. is just wow. And of all the ways to like get rid of her, like that was the stupidest way ever. Getting, like we'll, we'll, get we'll talk it. about it, we're but like, oh it. man. We want to get to it now? No, we're we're waiting. Or I'm being good, Michelle. Yeah, I'm waiting. I'll wait. <laughs> so we see Jack <laughs> chained up to the wall. Yeah, he's done. Aku, he gave up. Aku finally going to kill him. He he lets Ashi do it. This might can't been... decide on a weapon, which I think is hilarious. It's so Aku! It's so Aku. He goes through so many. He's just like, I just can't decide. This might be my favorite Ashi part of the episode. Just the creepy stalking up to Jack. Like, we, we wanted more Aku-powered Ashi. This was it, and it was awesome. Yeah, I also like that they showed, like, her inner conflict. Like, that's, like, that that representation of the struggle when she's, like, fighting the, like, Aku goop, like, makes you feel a lot more for her in that situation than just kind of her, like, being this, like, you know, expressionless monster. So, I really liked that. Yeah, I I definitely... This, my second least favorite part of the episode involves Jack also being in there with Ashi. Oh my god, that was so bad! I oh, I hate that god. line. But... I was afraid they were going to do it. I was afraid he, he was going to be like, I love you, and that would be like all it takes for her to just, oh, okay. That line was that. 
awful, but the visual of Jack, like, pulling through, and just the way that one line is, like, waving back and forth as Jack was, like, pulling through the goop, like, Mm -hmm. that visual was incredible. Like, that was really, really cool. Oh, it was really cool, but, like, oh, man. I just, I feel like we've seen this before, you know? Like, the person's almost overcome or is dying, and then it's like, I love you, and it's like, bam! I'm good now. It's it's almost a very. I feel like I feel like Steven Universe made fun of this at one point because doesn't Steven make a line like the power of love or something like that? It says the power to heal. Does he say but, that? Um, yeah, he does. And, um, he he's made some in- comment about love. Yeah, probably he talks about love a lot. Love is a big part of the show. If nothing else, we have Connie because you all love me, and we all Aww. love each other. So let's fix it with love. I guess it really, you know, that happened here, though. He did fix it with love, literally just saying it. I just, I don't know. So, like, was Gendy going for, like, oh, like, she has the confidence to, you know, turn the tides because she knows he loves her? And that's, like, what even she... Even in the darkness, say. Michelle, even in the oh, darkness, God. love is still there. Yeah, but, like... <laughs> She was having a real hard time and just saying it. I don't. I. Okay. 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 So, uh, the Scotsman rolls up. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 fight starts. He has a sick power, by the way, that actually like kind of mess with Aku the most. Oh yeah, the uh, the ghostly bagpipes. Yeah, that was actually pretty cool. So we see all the little Akus taking out a lot of our friends. The whole yeah, fight uh, scene is kind of hectic and forgettable. <laughs> hectic Honest. and forgettable. No, Honest. seriously. Yeah, like, you can see people were actually dying, but it wasn't, like, gruesome or anything, which I don't think it needs to be. But, yeah, it was kind of forgettable because so much was going on at once. The the scene between Jack and the Scotsman, slightly misogynistic? Like, ever so slight. Like... Enough to yeah, make me have a slight tinge, weird. but not enough that I'm like, I I dislike these characters because of it. Because I was, at the same time, it's like, these are friends who haven't seen each other in 50 years. Like, I can't, I can only be but so mad at this scene, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was like a weird choice by whoever decided to, like, put it in there. And, like, also, they were spending, like, a good minute listing all the names of the daughters and talking to each other in the middle of, like, this hectic scenario when he's supposed to be getting his sword. And it's like, what is this? This is not the time! You gotta focus! Your priorities, man! It was it was kind of funny, though. I like the gag of naming all the daughters. That, but, like, that was funny. Also, yeah. And then we finally get... Okay, so let's just get to it. Okay. Jack gets swallowed in the darkness. Ashi's <laughs> basically dead. Then we get the wonderful line, the the wonderful, immoral, wonderful. immortal line. Ashi, I love you! Oh, God. And then, like, immediately transformation. Immediately she has 100% control over Raku's powers. It just... Oh, man, it Which, felt so hard to, like, get excited about because so, it happened so fast. I just so want to I just mm-hmm. want to point out, we established last time that she had a connection to Aku. Yeah, this time, we see her u- we see her using Aku essence. We see yeah. all of this stuff. She's cl- she's the one that clearly beats off, like even though Jack like inspired her, she's the one that yeah. beats off Aku's whatever. Yet she still needs 
I'm not usually a person to get all upset about mansplaining, but Jack mansplains to her. She has Aku's power. She knows she has Aku's powers. You can't feel it, Max. She she knows she came from him. He almost like overtook her body and she mind. Like, encoded she's in a layer of Aku. I think she's aware of the situation, Jack. Seriously, oh, and that's the thing, that's the thing! Because, like, I was talking before about how it was, like, bothering me about how, like, the like the aspect of the relationship where, like, Jax is, like, super important, revered person, and she's just kind of, like, Aku's daughter, but that's it. Like, Ashi's been set up as, like, one of the most, like, powerful, capable, trained assassins, like, to ever exist in this world, right? Except so, Jack. Like, except Jack! But, like, it's, like, she she's not, like, somehow she keeps, like, losing her agency, and Jack has to help her, you know, realize her own potential. And, like, why can't she just do that herself? Like, uh And that's the thing, because some people keep asking, like, well, like, if this wasn't a romance and they were just, like, really good friends, like, would we lose anything? No, I don't think we'd lose anything. I think we'd actually gain something. Because then it wouldn't would. be this dumb where it's like oh i love you so now you can fight it just be like mutual trust and understanding like why can't we have that why is that so unappealing yeah yeah <sighs> you're right though. He, he did mansplain no, it was really unnecessary i mean as a male there are times where i'm like I don't know about this whole mansplaining thing. Like, I don't know where the line is between mansplaining and simply speaking words. Like, there are times where I'm like, are we sure, BuzzFeed? Are we sure that's what this is? This, this just clearly chalk it up in the mansplaining column. Like, this is... Yes. And it's, like, the most awkward, like, why? It's not even, like, it's so subtle you don't even know it's there because of your deep... Uh, sexism. No, it's very apparent. Like, he, she doesn't need you to tell her. She's clearly using his powers. She's been using it for the past, like, two episodes. She knows. So she goes, oh, yeah, and makes a time portal. Yeah! Though I was really happy she, like, that was, like, she wasn't trying to murder her dad. She's like, okay, bye. Like, we have a portal now. And I loved that as the way they got out of the situation. <laughs> and then it gets overshadowed. But, yeah, Jack finally beats... Yeah. He finally beats Aku. And that didn't even feel that exciting. Like, did it feel that exciting to you? It felt like kind of like not the climax I kept expecting it to not be. Not really. really. It didn't yeah. feel as incredible as I thought it would. Because they wanted us to wait. And you you knew as soon as he finished off Aku, because you're a time travel expert, Michelle, you <sighs> knew immediately that if Aku doesn't exist, Ashi can't exist in the okay. future. Okay, we're going to get to it. The stupidest thing about this episode, why the hell does she not disappear immediately? Why did the show decide, let's wait until she's, like, literally gonna get married, she gets all dolled up, she's walking down the aisle, and then she collapses and disappears. Like, the only reason, Justin, the only reason they do that is to be like, let's let's make this as awful as humanly possible for the people who care about this character. Let's just twist that knife as much as we can. Before, you know, like, we have to finally, like, kill her off for real. So... Because it makes no sense why she would not disappear immediately the second he was killed. I think they went thematic over literal in this case. Which, I mean, this show has always kind of been stylistic. But, yeah, that... It felt it awkward. No sense. It makes no sense. And that whole line about how, like, oh, I can feel and leave my body. Okay, but, like, if that's true, like... 
how can you exist for like a couple more weeks and then just disappear at literally the most climactic, like sad moment ever? Couple like, weeks, girl. This is like an hour later. I'm betting. Fell down in the middle of the aisle. Like that's the most like obvious, awful, like kind of manipulative thing. No, it I was mean, the it was the opening of Up, is what that was. It was so bad. No, but like the ten minutes, the first ten minutes of Up are like literally the best part of that movie. Like they're pretty awesome. But yes. this didn't that. This felt artificial and very intentional in a way that didn't like feel earned like i wasn't like oh i'm like i'm so sad she's dead but like wow that was like so inspiring i was like that's like a huge f you to like everyone who likes ashi and like why did you do it this way they didn't even have a conversation like she's just like i can't exist and literally that's it she's gone forever bye like wow for trying so hard to build up that romance like over the course of the season and like spending so much time like having Ashi, like, confront her mom and her dad and, like, getting her agency taken away and then back again and finding love for the first time to just, like, dismiss her like that. That's, like, kind of the worst way they probably could have done it. Besides, yeah. like, Aku murdering her or something. Really? Yeah. It was it was pretty bad. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah, I was not a fan. But I will admit, for as okay. crappy as that was, the last scene of Jack sitting with the ladybug was pretty. It was a pretty <laughs> calm scene. I it enjoyed it. Aesthetically pleasing, yes. <laughs> it sure. It was nice. Michelle, it was a nice moment. Oh man. Uh sure. I mean, that's okay, this is the this is the thing. From a show that's kind of only concerned with Jack's perspective, like, this was a very satisfying ending. Like, he killed Aku, he got back to the past. Like, sure, like, millions of people from the future that he met and changed their lives are no longer exist, and the woman he loves is gone. Like, meeting all them taught him an important lesson about himself, and he'll remember them fondly, and it'll help shape him to be the person he is next. But, like, that's great, okay? But, like, again, like, that's also throwing away all those other people to be a plot thing for his development. And that's what, that was my fear, Justin. That was my fear with Ashi from the minute I thought they were going to get together. That she'd be used, like, for him. And she kind of was. Yeah, I and think... sucks. I think we kind of took for granted that this show was TV-14 and on Adult Swim and all this, that it would... It would ergo be a more mature storyline because at first it was, yeah. it really was. Yeah. Mature doesn't have to mean like sexual or no. action packed. It means like thoughtful and critical, and you know, it's, it's not like, yeah, yeah, it's not black and white. <sighs> you know, yeah, it's, it's over, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, to be fair though, like Jack as a character wasn't black and white. Like he had to deal with a lot of like, tough moral questions in the season. And I think, like, a lot of the way they handled that was really well done. I just think at the expense of other characters having much of a characterization or, you know, amounting to much in a way that was significant, Jack was definitely the star of the show, and he was the one they cared the most about exploring. Right. But, I mean, it's, it's just sad when you... You bring to life another character or two that people really like and care about and give them this this beginning of a journey and then you you, you just kind of scrap them for the sake of your main character. So yeah. 
mean, I can appreciate what they were doing with Jack and at the same time feel kind of bummed that it had to turn out this way because I think it didn't have to, but this is what they decided to do. It could have been great. <laughs> oh my god, you and your SU quotes today. Yeah. It's true, though. Uh, it could have so been great. Let's hit those emails and then let's do season wrap-up. Yeah, let's. I'm curious to see what other people thought of this. Alright, we our first email is from our good friend, frequent commenter, Steve. Hello, Justin and Michelle. See, you, you even got to mention this time. <laughs> Hooray. Do, but do you have agency is the real question. Oh, God, we're not going down this. You think about it, I tell you what time we're recording. Justin, oh, man. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You, If it doesn't work, you tell me very in very blunt terms, no, we're doing it this time. <laughs> no. So, it's finally over. After over 15 years, Samurai Jack has reached its conclusion... I don't know what to do now. Ironic, the Aku speech was was to bring the swear to everyone, but it inspired them to help Jack. I love all the callbacks and the Scotsman in his, all his glory. I love how in the middle of a battle, to have a conversation with Jack, introduce his daughters, even trying to fix yes. them up with Jack, all during the battle. That was so and I, everything was just raging about. It was it was honestly really funny. No, it was really funny. Uh, and the battle was awesome. Everyone got their time to shine. Though seeing all of, all of the Aku kill a lot of our friends was hard to watch. And I don't know about you. As much as I love Ashi, I was ready to rant about how she should not exist, and then they addressed it. It's so sad when that it is so sad what <laughs> happened, and on his wedding day, I had a total yeah, Gurren Logan flashback. Day. It so is ridiculous. the ending of Gurren Logan all over again. Not only did Jack lose Ashi, I'm guessing all of Jack's friendship he developed are gone because the events had never happened in the new continuity. Yeah. But yeah. this is the best part. I suppose Jack knew what would happen. Yeah. Like, was Jack prepared for this? I guess. I mean... we. I don't think we ever talked about this. That would have been a fun thing to talk about. Instead of giving us the I love you, or any of the shower scenes, or any of yeah, those. seriously. Instead of a kiss, take that time and just have a quick moment of like, Spirit Jack, if you go back and kill Aku, all your friends will have never existed. Ah. That's like a more pivotal like concern, you'd imagine. Or even like yeah, when he had that one conversation with Ashi about, like, his childhood, do you think they would have addressed the fact that, like, you know, if I go back, you won't exist, you want to talk about that and what you think of that? I think if we'd gotten that when she disappeared, like, it would have it would have made so much more of an impact because then, like, they would have known this would have happened. They would have been ready and just want to make the most of their time, which I guess, like, it's kind of implied, but it's it's like the whole show-don't-tell thing. Like, you can't imply so much that... You, you don't get an impact from it, because you have to imagine that's what they were going for the whole time. That's a yeah. good point. Anywho, great way to end this, great end to this great series. It was a, it was an end that to this great, great series. It was an end, it was end, a end. I will call but... it a satisfying end, I wouldn't call it great. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sated. I'm not ecstatic, but I'm sated. You know, I'm, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not yeah. too upset. Uh, anywho, I wonder what you guys are going to do next in your Samurai Jack coverage. Uh, we will get to that after our season wrap-up, I believe. If that's alright with you, Michelle. Because <laughs> we, we are planned to continue this, uh, this train of thought. We have, we have two things coming out of this, don't worry. Uh, next email is from Andy. Hey, Justin and Michelle. This is a great day. <laughs> Man, this must be a low bar for this to be so exciting, but I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. 
Michelle has passed Ashi in terms of agency and relevancy. Oh, you're not gonna compare me to a fictional character. That's too weird. All right, fine. Michelle versus Tara Strong. Oh, okay. <laughs> the finale was a disjointed bullet list of events, so I thought I'd reply in kind. Bullet Whoa. point one: Danny <laughs> predicted every single thing we could have possibly disliked and made it the ending. I don't know oh how. Gosh, I love this. Oh. I don't know <laughs> how this happened. It all just feels cobbled together. Oh, Ashi dies, Ashi loses agency, pretty much everyone dies, and yeah. Jack is kind of useless, honestly. We don't even get a cool fight, it's just a nostalgia trip with a bunch of red shirts showing up. Yeah. Yeah, where's the lie, though? Uh, bullet point two. Ashi can only overcome Aku's power once Jack tells her he loves her. God, I know, that's such really? that's so stupid! She's one of the most powerful people in the show! Is this how we're sending off the coolest character of the miniseries? With a complete yeah. loss of agency? Yeah, and then straight up, she's... Yeah. Yeah. Bullet point three. Ashi, you have Aku's powers! Gasp! I do? Oh Worst line God. of the entire series right there. She's already using his powers! Why does it need to be said by the character not using them? So true. Not to mention the loss of agency. I feel like a broken yeah. record. <laughs> four point four. So amazing. <laughs> at the least, at the least, Aku was perfect. He streamed his own intro, and it was amazing. That might have been the best fourth wall break in animation history. Uh, I'll counter that, Andy, in a second. Also, Aku monologuing after he sends Jack to the future is so Aku it hurts. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> You're alone, man. No one's even there to appreciate your evil speech. Uh, bullet point five, how did Ashi not disappear the second they killed Aku? Exactly! Exactly! That would have made the most sense. Why did she wait arbitrarily for the day of their wedding? I think something yeah. was lost in translation somewhere. So a writer bad. said, hey, so clunky. wouldn't it be cool if we killed Ashi with a time paradox? And then everyone agreed, but didn't really think about it anymore after that. Uh, final bullet point. Thanks, Michelle and Justin. It's been fun going back through the show with you guys. Now I'm gonna go watch the fight scene from episode nine and pretend the finale never happened. Oh my god, I'm like so like I agree with like everything that was just brought up though, for real. And we have one more email, also from Andy. Uh, this one's called Samurai Jack Addendum. Okay. In bold, fuck the romance. Yes. Whoa! Can that be the hashtag for this episode? Hashtag fuck the romance. Fuck you heard the it here romance. First. Fuck the romance. Um, now to counter Andy, as far as best fourth wall break, that goes to Chowder. Uh, there's an episode of Chowder where they spend all the money, and Monk's screaming. He's like, "You know what's gonna happen?" The guy's like, "Your wife's gonna kill you." No, worse. What could be worse than that? No money means no animation, and it cuts and it shows all the actors just sitting in the room, reading have- their lines about this i haven't seen much of chatter but i've heard about this and then they all go out and they host a car wash yes it's that is the best fourth wall work in animation history because it's out of nowhere and it is so committed to everything it's you you can't top it it's just it's so great you can't top it you get to see just tara strong sitting there it's wonderful Like, I forget what Tara Strong looks like sometimes, because I see her live action so rarely. I have seen her in Big Time Rush, and I think that's it. She's, like, very beautiful and has long blonde hair. She's she's doing good. Yes, she's, a, she's a beautiful woman, <laughs> with more agency than Ashi! Everyone who's alive probably has... <laughs> Man, oh... Coma patients. Oh, Ashi. Coma patients are alive with less agency than Ashi. 
Think about it. Everyone has to make decisions for them. I just like it's too sad to like think about too much, you know. It it just happened. I'm it's still too soon to joke about. It's <laughs> too soon. It's too soon. All right, so let's have our our season wrap up, Michelle. Okay. What now that you've seen all of it? Give mm-hmm. me your overall score of season five. It can be one through ten, F through A, whatever score you want to use. How do you rate the season as a whole? Oh, man. I mean, could I just divide it into, like, you know, the dumb plot stuff that sucked and all the beautiful music and animation and art concepts into a separate category? Sure, but don't forget, there's also (gasps) great plot. I mean, yeah, that's true. Mm, I guess on, like, a A to F scale, I give it a... The, like, a 83. A I was going to say B a B-minus, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I give this. A B-minus. Yeah. That's not bad. That's, yeah. like, above average. When I get that on a test, I'm very happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, B-minus. So, do you think you will rewatch this season anytime soon? I might go back to the first, like, uh seven episodes i mean there there are some really standout moments i just like really love how they look and like how they work thematically um that i could watch like over and over and over again um and i'd like to go back and just see like the early like rugged jack just for comparison now let's still um, give episode three an emmy i'm just saying yeah I thought that was so good but i mean i could do without the last three episodes watching like ever again <laughs> So, Toonami uh, yeah. next week on Saturday, they will be airing uh, the entire season again in a marathon from 11 p.m. Oh. till 4 a.m. You can catch up then. Yeah. Do you want to uh, start watching that duck out around uh, like 2.30? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Solid ending. Go to sleep. Great time. <laughs> all in all, I thought it was... Because the beginning, the first half of the season is truly amazing stuff like if i was just rating one through six a plus yeah yeah like it was just really really good and then it slowly just started dipping down i'm like "Eh." like individual episodes like 10 i'd probably give a c minus maybe a d plus i think c minus is fair it wasn't awful but it really wasn't up to par with some of the earlier ones so it's it's those last three that really, and even especially the last two. Yeah. No, parts of nine, parts of eight, and parts of most of really ten. Parts of really awful. Yeah, <laughs> most of ten. Just drag it down. But all in all, I, I still enjoyed it. I'm glad we did this. I'm very glad no, we I did this. No, I am too. This was a really good experiment for us. And it's not over yet, Michelle. Uh, it's not I think it's, it's time we tell the fans what's happening. Um, so. Okay. Uh, Steve asked what we're doing next. Um, next week, Michelle and I will be back. We will be covering season one of Samurai Jack. We're going to go back this week. We're going to watch one through 13, get yeah. caught up relatively on that season, uh, do our opinion on that one. And then the week after, we'll do season two, and then three, and then four. And then I think maybe after that, we'll do one big, you know, series yeah. retrospective. Once we've seen it all. Yeah, once we've seen everything, and we can truly make a a sweeping statement like that. So that's what Michelle and I have coming up on the Samurai Jack front. 
But on the Adult Swim front, we're not done either. At, at the beginning of this episode, I mentioned one of our new shows we're covering is Mike Tyson Mysteries. Which uh, <laughs> sounds amazing, it honestly. Does. Uh, last week on Mother's Day was the season three premiere. Uh, so this week, probably tomorrow, Michelle, Andy, and myself will all be covering the first two episodes of season three. We're going to do this new Powerpuff Girls style. We're going to do a podcast every two episodes. Uh, it's If you haven't seen the show... Imagine, imagine Scooby-Doo, Johnny Quest, <laughs> and a TV-14 rating, and just let the fun fly, and it's, it's interesting. It's, it's about, it's about Mike Tyson solving mysteries with a ghost, a pigeon played by Norm MacDonald, <laughs> and his foster daughter, who's Asian. This Mike is how doesn't he exactly it to know. me, too. It, it yeah. is, because that's the best way to pitch it. Because it's it so is good. the best way. You immediately are like, oh, this is, sounds really awful or amazing. I have was, to find out. It, it's, a, it's amazing. There was an episode in season two where Mike thought there were no mysteries left in the world. It turned out all their jobs <laughs> were being stolen by a new rival mystery team oh led by God. Snoop Dogg. No. The, the show is great. It's, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I didn't know season three was happening. I just found out it aired. I've already seen the first episode of the season. Second one airs shortly after we record this. Andy was gracious enough to binge the whole show in a day. Um, uh, whole show? Two seasons? Well, they're 11-minute episodes. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. That's why we're doing two a podcast. Yeah. But um, it's I think there's like 30 episodes right now. Okay, that's so, not... So nothing yeah. crazy. That's about total drama. <laughs> Levels of pinching for me, so I understand. Well, that's like... Well, 30 episodes, 11 minutes each. That's like 15 episodes. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's one of those kind of turn-your-brain-off kind of shows and just enjoy what's happening. Oh, good. I'm excited for yeah, that. You're gonna love it. It's gonna... That's gonna be a... A, a swearing aloud random <gasps> it's a yes, tv 14 yay. show you can swear michelle yay. i wonder if andy swears i guess we'll find out we'll find out if andy <laughs> knows bad words um norm mcdonald swears in the show i'll tell you that much uh it's okay. wonderful so it's, it's it's gonna be a hoot and a half it's gonna be very different from anything else we cover here at overly animated i'm surprised dylan let me uh do it so that's what's coming up we have mike tyson mysteries we have more samurai jack coverage uh, Steven Universe Wanted is coming up very yes! shortly. Oh, God! The hype for that is so real. So to get you guys filled in, uh, since Stuck Together is already out, uh, officially even, I think, through Cartoon Network, yeah, Michelle, it was official. And, yeah, Michelle and I will be reviewing Stuck Together very shortly, and then we will kind of play it by ear if the episodes come out before their TV airing. We'll see. Otherwise, we'll see you all Memorial Day for our uh, Wanted coverage one hour special michelle i'm really hyped? excited you saw that promo it's gonna be crazy oh, i bonkers. saw that promo oh man and, and we will talk about the promo at the end of the uh stuck together episode if you want okay that's good right. yeah that'd be really fun yeah all right so thank you guys so much it's been a heck of a season michelle we did it we covered a show together we did it we survived I'm, this was a, this was great this, was this one actually great. was like a really fun show, though, honestly. This, despite everything. Despite everything, it was, it was a good time. It was quality, yeah. All right, thank you guys so much. You can find all the info on this podcast at overlyanimated.com. You can support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you so much to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Jamie, a.k.a. Mailman, and thanks, as always, to our Patreon executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, and Alex. 
And thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.